Welcome back, everybody, to the Nourished Actor Podcast. I'm your host, Deanna Eshelman, and I'm so glad that you're here. I think we have a couple new listeners. If you follow me on Instagram, I've been doing a couple of lessons and free master classes on a couple of different Instagram accounts. Recently, I did a takeover for my alma mater, Temple University, and did a fun IG Live all about audition mistakes. And then recently, I've been working with this awesome new account, MT underscore live streamers on Instagram, and I've been doing master classes for them. So if you're listening in real time and you're new here, thank you so much. If you're listening in the future, thanks again. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're here. Uh, if you are listening in real time and you want to hear me speak, I'm going to be doing another master class this week, Tuesday, May 5th at 10 a.m. on the MT Live Streamers Instagram account. I'll link them in the show notes. Make sure you're checking out the full show notes at thenourishedactor.buzzsprout.com. And yeah, I'd love to see you at that live. We're talking about manifesting. So if you want to learn more about ma manifesting, you can check out the podcast episode all about it, episode 34. But if you want to hear it live and ask questions, I suggest you go and attend that masterclass tomorrow. I'd love to see you there. And what else do I have to tell you? If you like the podcast, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. Tell a friend. I would love to hear what you think about the podcast, especially if it's positive. <laughs> Yeah, so over here in New Jersey, it's week eight of shelter-in-place, um, social distancing, coronavirus stuff, and we are finishing our Cultivating Joy mini-series, so I hope you enjoyed this mini-series. It's been really fun to craft. I am excited to get back to more of my one-off episodes, but today's Part three of the Cultivating Joy mini-series. Today's a fun one. It's going to be short and sweet. And it's all about the tools and tricks that you can use to cultivate joy. So this is after you've done the work and you have done the other two parts that we talked about a couple weeks ago. Part one was all about addressing the stress. So addressing those pain points you might be having in your life. And then the other one, part two was all about the practice of cultivating joy. So things that you uh, need to be doing consistently to be able to access joy. So last week we talked about grounding, giving yourself consistency. So starting to work on routines or consistent things that you do daily. Choice, giving yourself choice, and then also comfort. So making sure you're comforting yourself. And then today, the tools and tricks aspect of the Cultivating Joy series is going to be all about these different things that you can use to help with that routine and the practice of cultivating joy. So it's going to be a fun, quick episode, a couple of fun things. I have talked about some of these techniques before on different podcast episodes. So if it's a little bit of a repeat, I'm sorry, but if you're new here or if you just want a, another um, reminder, this is a great episode. So let's jump right in. So Cultivating Joy, part three, talking about the tools and tricks that you can use to, again, bring that joy into your life and create some, some happy moments, even in stressful situations or moments of crisis. So first of all, I will say, if we're going off of the practice portion from last week, one thing that you can do to help yourself cultivate joy, a, a tool, is to work on your routines. 
So whether that means work on your – do you hear that, you guys? I have a cat on my lap today. She is just a little bit extra today. <laughs> so if you hear my cat, Minnie, I'm sorry. She is just – she's here. Okay, in my closet on my stool. Work on your routines. So be curious about routines and how they work in your life. Some people need strict routines. Um, I've talked about this before with consistency. Like kiddos really do well with routine and a lot of adults do as well. So if that's something that you miss, especially if you're someone who does really well like in a school environment that's very structured or you're very much in an environment where you have a very consistent job, it might be worthwhile to be curious around routines in your life. So one tool is to work on those routines and try to create new habits around routines. So that's one way to cultivate joy in your daily is to work on those routines. Because when we have routines, like we talked about last week, we feel safe. So one of the first tools is to work on those routines and see how you feel. And you can craft your routine. You can make it really long. It can be short. Make it your own. I think that's one thing that people think with routines. They have to be whatever the wellness person tells them to be. That's not it at all. Like my routine in the morning is actually very different from a lot of people's. A lot of people do journaling in the morning and meditation and all these things for self-care. And for me, my morning routine has to do with I usually I wake up, I make coffee, I really enjoy watching a little bit of television in the morning. It kind of helps clear my mind. And then once I watch the TV, I feel ready to, like, be creative. Um, and then the rest of my routine is just making my bed and maybe calling my mom. I like to be social in the morning. And that's it. You know? Morning routine. <laughs> so it doesn't have to be necessarily all about meditation or all about anything super self-carry in the traditional sense. Just find something that works for you and stick with it as best as you can. So that's one way to cultivate joy. The next one is to be curious. This is more of like a mindset thing. So be curious, curious, be curious about what you actually enjoy to do and maybe try something new. Some of these tactics I'll be giving you are a little bit based in distraction, but that's okay. Sometimes we need a little distraction in our lives. So for a lot of people, they have trouble not doing. And so as much as I want to encourage you to rest and try your best not to be go, 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 it might be worthwhile to lean into that productivity mindset and maybe try something new. Maybe that actually helps relieve some anxiety for you if you're learning and creating. For a lot of people, a value for them is learning. That's one of my values. So trying something new, figuring something out, maybe taking a class, a course, there's tons of free courses right now. Maybe that could be something that will help you cultivate joy depending on what your values are. So that's another hack. Be curious and maybe try something new. The next three I'm going to talk about, I've talked about before, but they all serve a different purpose and they all work really well together. So first we're going to talk about gratitude. So gratitude lists, being grateful, listing what you're grateful for, even just saying it out loud every morning, it's really powerful because it puts life back into perspective. And when you are feeling really down and when you are feeling less than, doing a gratitude list can help remind you of all the good things that you have in your life. And again, it can be small. My coffee is on my gratitude list a lot of the time. It could be big. You can put big things like opportunities. You can put, you know, I'm grateful for my freedom. It could be 
very broad. It can be very specific. It can be very big. It can be very small. But either way, a gratitude list where daily you are just downloading and thinking about what am I grateful for? What do I have in my life that I should be thankful for? Or not should, but that I feel thankful for. And that, like I said, can really be helpful during a a downtime or when you're feeling like life is really not going your way. Reminding yourself of all the good in the li- in your life can be really productive and really helpful, and will eventually help to cultivate joy and help to cultivate that abundance mindset because we're telling ourselves what is abundant in our lives. And that's really important to remind ourselves that because our brain will go right to the negative if it can. It'll say, oh, we don't have this. We don't have that. Blah, blah, blah. But in reality, we have a lot to be grateful for. And so a gratitude list is a great way to start to feel more joyful in your life and feel happier. So cultivating joy, do a gratitude list. Really helpful. And that can be part of your, your routine as well. Okay, so my first list was gratitude list. And like I said, you can do that any way you like. You can do an actual list. You can post it on social media. You can just write it in a journal. You can just say it out loud. I like to post it or write it somewhere that I can look back on. I like journaling, but whatever works for you, gratitude is a great way to start the day. Or even if you do it at night, whatever works. So the next one I actually created myself, and I have to start doing it more because it's one of those things that it slips away from me if I let it. I suggest everyone do a badass list. So what is a badass list? Okay, so it's different than a gratitude list. A badass list is all about bringing you up. It's all about being proud of what you've accomplished, what you've done, what you've learned, And essentially, we're giving ourselves a pat on the back. It's saying, you are a badass because of these reasons. And so a badass list is a great way to pump up that confidence to really remind yourself of how awesome you are when things maybe aren't going your way or any time, really. I do a badass list even when I'm in the best of mindsets because it can be very easy to continue to say like, oh, I haven't done this yet. Oh, I haven't done that yet. Or even if you're in like a good space, perhaps it's like you just keep going for the next thing, next thing, and you're not celebrating the smaller wins in your life. And that's really a lost opportunity to cultivate joy and be thankful. So a badass list is a collection of things that you have done that you are proud of. And it can be things like that are innate. Like I sometimes will say I'm a badass because I'm a great... um I'm a great coach, and that's something I've learned and worked on, but it's also something innate in me. It could be I'm a badass because I – I don't know. It could be something that you literally do. So I'm a badass because I learned how to screw in a light bulb. I don't know. That was a made-up one. Or I'm a badass because I'm a great baker. It could be something that you've learned or something that's innate in you. And again, make this your own. But this is important because we need to remind ourselves of why we rock. And if you don't do that, it can be really easy to see only the bad or only the the less than lack in your life. And we don't want that. So a badass list is different because gratitude can be things that were gifted to you, can be other people, it can be things about yourself. It could be just about your life in general, about the world in general. 
A badass list is specific to you and has to do with you and your accomplishments, however you want to express that. So I highly recommend a badass list to cultivate joy because there's nothing like more satisfying than writing down all the shit that you've gotten done or all the things that you're proud of about yourself and then looking at it and saying, damn, I'm a fucking awesome human. And again, it can be hard to start off with. It can feel a little weird and a little selfish. But once you get past that block, it is so freeing to be like, I am a worthy, awesome fucking human. So a badass list is something that we should be doing all the time, but especially during hard times because it really helps to cultivate joy and bring happiness to you in your life. So highly recommend the badass list. And if you need some inspiration, I have a badass list highlight as well as a gratitude list highlight on my Instagram, on my highlight reel. Okay, last list, but this one's been really helpful for my clients that I've coached with. So a joy list. What is a joy list? Well, a joy list is a list of activities and things that you love to do. And why is this important? Why do we need a joy list? Well, because sometimes when we're feeling depressed or if we're feeling overwhelmed, it can be hard to even decide what to do next, even if you want to do something fun. And so a joy list is there so that it's a reference point. You can go to it anytime and say, okay, I'm in the mood to do something fun. What is inspiring to me now? And you have this awesome list of activities that you've already thought about that you like to do, and then you can pick from that. It helps to relax analysis paralysis, and it helps to give you a guideline so that you can be like, oh, there's all these options. Because sometimes it can feel like, oh, we just have to watch Netflix again, which I feel like I hate on Netflix here all the time. I fucking love Netflix. But you know what I mean? Like, it gives you options so that if you're feeling like, the stuff that you've been doing over and over again that is supposed to be joyful maybe isn't giving you joy, make a joy list of things you love to do as a reminder and also as a guide so that when you are inspired to be doing something fun and creative, you have a list. And it can be anything. So on my joy list, I write, try a new recipe. I have on my joy list, uh, read magazines because I fucking love to read magazines. And sometimes I forget that that's an option reading a book. You could write, you know, write down, make a dance video for YouTube. I don't know, whatever you find fun. So it can be all these different things. And I would say even though if you're, you know, listening in real time and it's, you know, social distancing, even write down stuff that you can't do right now, because it's a reminder of what you can do in the future. So like, yeah, we can't really go, you know, kayaking right now, maybe, or you can't go clubbing right now, but write them down because it's a good reminder of the things to look forward to once we do get through this pandemic and we're able to do, you know, things socially again. So a joy list has been really helpful for my clients. It's been really helpful for me as a reminder of what I love to do and what I can do. I will say um, just a quick little story. I suffered from some pretty bad depression um, about two years ago. And it was, you know, I was having a hard time with my jobs. I wasn't booking any gigs and it was summer and I was just feeling really like my life was not, uh, I don't want to say worthless. That sounds really deep. But I just mean like I just felt like I wasn't enjoying life. And I did a joy list. I didn't know what it was that it was called that, but I essentially did like a little note on my phone. And anytime I was feeling really down, I was like, what can I do that makes me feel better? And I would sometimes look at that list and not want to do any of the things, 
But just reminding myself that there are things that I enjoy and that there is joy to be had, even in these little hobbies and activities, is really helpful when you're not feeling at your best. So highly recommend making a joy list. It can have stuff like write letters. It really like sit down and if you're making your joy list, make it an event. Like sit down and really think about what the fuck do I like to do and write that down. How inspiring, how exciting. And then you have all these things to look forward to. So along with a joy list, the next thing that I have that's a a tool to use to cultivate joy is to start. It's kind of similar to be curious and try something new, but start a challenge or a project. So you can make this like a thing and call it like my quarantine project, my quarantine challenge. It could be anything you want, whatever inspires you, or it can just be a challenge because maybe you have more time. But I want you to start having some whimsy and thinking about like, what can I do that's a challenge? What can I do that's fun? Maybe start, you know, reaching out and trying to make a project happen. Maybe you want to do a virtual cabaret. Well, let's make it happen. Make it a challenge because that challenge and that that air of whimsy and like this fun, like uh, not competitiveness, but when you do something that's like a challenge, it's kind of like it gives you a kick in the ass. So if you're having trouble starting something, make it a challenge and maybe it's a good idea to bring on some accountability partners. So you could do a challenge maybe that someone else is holding if they're doing a fitness challenge or maybe try something new and you put money down. A lot of times money will help motivate people to stick with it. Maybe you have an accountability partner or whatever you need to make you accountable. Find that thing and then do a challenge. It's going to bring whimsy to your life. You'll probably be doing something you're, that's a little uncomfortable but also a little fun. And it's a great way to cultivate joy kind of unexpectedly. My last one, my last tip is to specifically for this COVID-19 pandemic, but you can do this anytime you have a specific crisis or um a stressful time period, make a mantra that is specific to that time period. So for me, my quarantine mantra, which I also use if I ever have a really rough spot in my life, is this too shall pass. And it could be something else. You can make it specific. You can make it fun. You can make it like whatever you need. It can be really inspiring. But Make a quarantine mantra, or like I said, if it's a stressful situation, make a, a a stress, a stress, make a mantra specific to your stressful situation. It can be really helpful. And especially when you're feeling really sad and you're, you're having some feelings, feel those feelings and then remind yourself of that mantra. It will immediately start to relieve stress and it'll remind you of of the future. And that's kind of what we want to remind ourselves. It can feel like we're just going to be in this forever and we're not, regardless of it's quarantine 2020 or if it's a different stressful situation in your life in the future. It It's not going to last forever. Whatever you're dealing with is either temporary or it will be something that you learn how to navigate. We as humans are incredible creatures and we have so many tools with the internet, with other people, with therapists, with coaches. There's so many ways to ask for help and also get assistance towards cultivating joy. And I encourage you 
this is my last tool, is to connect with someone or connect with a friend, a colleague, a coach, a therapist, whatever you need. It's a great time to talk out and work through feelings and fears with somebody else. So whether it's a professional, if you're dealing with some like traumas and, you know, really heavy mental health issues, I always suggest a therapist. If you're dealing with some career bumps or if you're dealing with some lifestyle issues, I highly suggest working with a coach, a life coach, career coach, a goals coach, whatever works for you. Or like I said, if you're not in any of those positions and you just need to like have somebody to lean on, contact a friend, contact a colleague, contact your family and get that connection and talk through things because that is the only way to really get through the hard feelings is to work through them. So I hope this episode was helpful to you. Like I said, today's quick little episode is all about the tools and tricks you can use to cultivate joy. As I said in that last tip, if you are looking for a coach, I am taking on new clients. And if you're interested, you can, there's a link in my bio in Instagram. So that's one way to contact me. Another way would be to email thenourishedactor at gmail.com. Another way is to just DM me on Instagram and I will do a free discovery call with you to see if we are a good fit for each other in terms of coaching. For those who don't know, I'm a life coach for actors and creatives. I give lifestyle tips and I help walk through goal setting and we talk about career bumps. There's a lot that a life coach does. It's essentially helping you reach your goals in the future and work through the issues that might be holding you back. So if that interests you, if you want to learn more about life coaching with me or just in general, like I said, you can set up a call through my link in bio. You can email thenourishedactor at gmail.com or you can DM me on Instagram at thenourishedactor. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. I am so happy to be able to provide this podcast for you. It makes my heart sore when I hear that people are listening and that they enjoy it. So if you do like the podcast and you're listening, please rate and review it on iTunes. That's really the only way at this point that I can get any traction in terms of new listeners. So I really appreciate you sharing it with others. And like I said, if you like it, please review it. I love to read those new reviews. Thank you to my friend Christina who wrote a a new review. Thank you, Christina. Fun fact, Christina is a wonderful, amazing human great actress, all this fun stuff. But she also has this newer Instagram called Sense with Sense, C-E-N-T-S with S-E-N-S-E. And if you're interested, go follow her on Instagram. But I did a podcast interview with her right before this whole pandemic started. And I didn't put it out because the audio just is not great. I'm going to see if I can save it. But if not, we're going to re-record with her because she is such an amazing resource for financial and money hacks for my actor friends and just for people in general. So thank you, Christina, for the review. And I can't wait to have you back on the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you like what we're doing. I will have more interviews in the future. And I cannot wait to connect with you guys more. Make sure you check out MT Live Streamers this week, uh, Tuesday, May 5th at 10 a.m. Eastern time. I would love to see you there for my Manifesting 101 talk. 
Make sure you join my email list. The link is in the show notes, and you can find the show notes and more at thenourishedactor.buzzsprout.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you, and we will be back again next week.